Good morning. I'm glad that you are joining us. This was an unexpected uh, time to share. What we were going to do uh, and are still going to do are the five Bible verses that can change your life. But uh, between then and now, uh, Paul got some books delivered at the house that he was going to read. And it was by an author that I knew who was an author in the past and a very godly man. And one of the books was on prayer. And so I said, well, Paul, you can't read the other. He had about five books. You can't read five. Can I read the book on prayer? And he said, sure. And so I read the book on prayer. And the more I read, the more... Um, I don't want to say discouraged, but disappointed is a good word. I was about this book. And what was happening at, during the time that this author lived, there were people attacking prayer. And, and he names them, uh, different scientists and things like that. So the book was not so much uh, to help you to pray as as so much of prayer is legitimate and these guys are wrong. And, you know, they're saying when you pray, it only goes as far as your voice goes, you know, why are you just going to talk to the roof, all that kind of stuff. So when I read the book, I was just a little bit discouraged because this man has been a blessing to me. And I have a number of his books also from the past. And uh, so I, I decided that I would, I needed to be encouraged in prayer, so I grabbed one of my many Bibles, and the one I grabbed was on purpose. It was the New Living Translation, uh, because I was going to read the Psalms, and they would put the Psalms as, as in plain as you could possibly put them, and they would just be a blessing. And so as I began to read, I got an idea and I wrote down some notes and I'm going to share them with you. And because the attack was on praying, uh, my notes was, why, uh, why do I pray? You know, what's the reason? Uh, how could I counter these people? Why do you pray? And so I have these verses and you may want to write them down. They're really good verses. Uh, for someone that's a brand new believer, why should they pray? Uh, this is why I pray, a defense of why you pray, and so on. And so I'm going to read you these verses and make uh, some comment that I think you'll be blessed because uh, these verses are scattered out through all of the Psalms. And when you lift these special ones out, they're really special. So the first one I, I wrote down on, on notes of paper while I was reading that this is the reason. Now, why do I pray? Well, the very first verse, the answer is because God listens to me. And that's a wonderful reason why you're praying, just to talk, hit the ceiling or whatever. So Psalms 27, 8 is a verse that says God's intentions comes to talk with me. God's intentions is to come and talk with me. And my answer is, Lord, 
that I'm coming. So God invites us to come. Why do I pray? Because God invites us to pray. He says, come and talk with me. So the answer is yes. Lord, I'm coming and I'm going to talk. I'm not just talking to a wall or whatever, but I'm talking. So one of the reasons I pray is because of God's invitation to come and talk with him. The second uh, one that is very meaningful is Psalms 116 verses one and two. I love the Lord because he hears my voice uh, and he hears my voice for mercy because he bends down to listen. I will pray as long as I have breath. And that's Psalms 116 verses one and two. I love that. God bends down to listen to me. Prayers are not only praying, it's not only important to me, but it's important to God. And I, I think of uh, when I had, I still have grandchildren, but my grandchildren, when the ones that were little are now have children. <laughs> but when they were little and I was first their grandpa and the kids would come and uh, they would pull on my pants because they wanted to talk to me. And I would lean down to listen to them uh, because what they said was important to me. And I, that picture, I see that as a beautiful picture that God gives about prayer, that when I pray, he leans over to hear. And what I say to him is important. So I said, uh, the verse I love is, I will pray as long as I have breath. Why? Because God listens. It's not, I'm not, countering those who attack prayer my prayers are not just hitting the ceiling i have a god who bends over to hear me and he wants to listen to me now another why do i pray is psalms 141 maybe it's 10 i can't tell now but you go to psalm 141 and read that and you'll find it. <clears throat> and the scripture says, Lord, I'm coming to you. Accept my prayer as I, as an instant offering and take control of what I say and guard my lips. Lord, as I come to you, prayer is like an instant offering. Now, in the Old Testament, before there was a temple, they built um, a temple that you could take with you. Um, and in that, they had where the mercy seat was and so on, but where they offered incense before you went into the presence of God and burnt that incense. If you go into the Bible, when they had a permanent temple, John the Baptist's father, his job as a high priest was to offer incense before where it was roped off where the presence of God was. 
And while he was offering the incense, God had a message for him. And God spoke to him that he was going to have a son and what he was going to name him and what his son was going to do. All of that was given at the incense offering. And so as I look at the incense offering and I ask God to accept my prayer as an incense offering, and that is when you are praying, part of praying, and I think a bigger part of praying is listening. I mean, he was offering the incense, but God had a message for him and God spoke to him. And I look forward to going to bed um, because I love praying. And often when I'm praying, God speaks to me. And I'm listening. I'm listening if God has something he wants to share or to guide me in my praying. Uh, I know there's been times that people have prayed for me where I was in a dangerous situation. I didn't even know how dangerous it was, but God like woke them up or whatever, and they prayed. Uh, so prayer is not just talking, it's also listening. Uh, and God can communicate with us during our prayer time. I just so look forward to praying in my room only has one window, which is, it's a big window, which is bad, but it's one window. But I love the darkness. I love being in the presence of God. I look forward to going to bed and just talking with the Lord and listening to what the Lord's going to lay in my heart. It's just, it's a very special time. So do I feel lonely? No. How can I feel lonely when I have a God that talks to me, you know, and even uh, can correct me? Um, and being correct is, is good, you know, that God can guide us and direct us and speak to our hearts and bring scriptures to mind or bring people to mind or situations to mind uh, when we pray. And to know that my prayers are like an incense, a sweet smelling offering to God. Now, another one. Did I, sh I think, I did I share Psalm 141? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Then the next one, why I pray is because the Lord listens to me. In Psalm 145, verse 18, the Lord is close to all that call on him. He grants their desire and he hears their cries. Verse 19, that's 18 and 19. So why do I pray? I pray because God listens and I pray because God will answer my prayers. And it's not just talking to the wall or whatever. Uh, it's a very special time. Uh, and so I have scriptural evidence. God says that if I call on him, you know, that he hears and he hears my cries and my prayers to him. Uh, and then the uh, last one I found, and you may find more uh, as you go through the Psalms, because the Psalms are all about prayer anyway. But 
these made a lot of sense to me as I was going through and after reading uh, the attacks that prayers don't go anywhere and all. And the last one is Psalm 147, verse 3. He heals the brokenhearted and he bandages their wounds. Uh, you know, we can be hurt or offended. Um, I try not to take offense. Uh, and I've been doing really good. A long time I didn't, you know, any negative thing said at church, you know, after I preached, it was, I was devastated. Somebody uh, said something that um, uh, I didn't say it right or I didn't, my tie was crooked or whatever. Uh, and I would just be bent out of shape and I'm going, that's so stupid. Um you know, not everybody is going to like everything you say if you're a pastor, um, especially when it comes to tithing and giving <laughs> and the other important things. Uh, so, but the idea is be careful that, see, if I regard hurts and offenses in my heart, that's going to affect my prayer life, my effect coming to God. You know, when God bends down to listen to me, and when he bends down, I better listen to him because he's going to tell me I need to get rid of that uh, out of my out of my heart. And um, I just recently um, went through a little of that, and I thought, I'm past that. I'm, I'm old. I've been, you know, uh, corrected by everybody that could correct you um, at speaking at huge conferences and stuff not everybody likes what you're saying or is on the same page or whatever but you have to do what's right but one statement came and it got through to me and it bothered me and what bothered me that it, it bothered me <laughs> i wasn't upset with the person I was upset with what they said that I let it bother me. Um, and I really had to do some praying and said, Lord, this is not right. Um, that I let this, what was said, bother me. Um, and I know it's interesting because Paul, you know, when we do something like this, people will click messages and the messages are, you know, um, why in the world did he choose that subject or whatever? Uh, Paul often holds on those. <laughs> but I do get some of them. And they don't bother me. But this one did. And I think it was not only what was said. It was who said it. Um, and I thought of what David said. I was wounded in the house of friends. Um, I didn't expect that comment from that person i wouldn't have wouldn't have expected that uh and so we have to be on our guard you know i'm i'm old and i'm deep you know what'd you say hey hey you know? <laughs> but it's it's amazing 
uh, how the enemy wants to get in. And what was said was not horrible. Um, you know, I, it, it wasn't horrible at all. But it was a disappointment. And I, and I have a little saying that I've used for years. Disappointments are God's appointments. And uh, I needed to hear that, but I didn't hear it. <laughs> I got disappointed. Uh, and God allowed it to go through and said, see, uh, you're not ready for heaven yet. You still got a little offended. So uh, I got to work on that. And I did. I've forgiven the person. Uh, and I know they have no, no idea that what they said would be painful, but it was. Um, and so the, the idea of, of prayer here, these verses, I think are really, really important. And because they answer the question, why do I pray? And people ask you, why do I pray? Well, because God bends down and listens to my prayer. You know, God has called me into his presence. And you, you've got a biblical reason for why prayer is important to you, because God says it is important that I'm not just talking to the wall or whatever. And so I look forward every night um, and I'm going to look forward to it more because I like to pray when it's dark and I don't have, you know, things on my windows to make it pitch black in there. But it's just, you know, you wake up during the night and I know when I'm praying that God is, I can visualize his bending over to listen to me. Um, and I don't have to straighten out what I say. You know, if you listen to my prayers, you say, and you know, some of your prayers don't make sense. Well, they do to God. <laughs> That's what's important. You know, it's not all that my English is all proper and my paragraphs are really paragraphs or whatever. But I just love, I mean, I just can't tell you how much, uh, you know, being alone, uh, when I feel less alone is when I'm praying because I know God is there. He's listening. He's going to answer. Uh, and I can pray for the family and I have a, a well spread out family in different places. And, uh, and God can lay people on your heart. If you're a praying person and you want to pray and, and have a ministry of praying, God will bring people for you to pray for and you don't even know why. why. Why is this on my heart? Why is this situation important for me? The one thing that I have a hard time praying for, even in our ministry, is uh, when we're short of money. I mean, that seems like such a dumb thing to pray about, money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and just trusting God. You know, God's going to take care and I know uh, it's interesting. Anne is in here, and Anne is our secretary. And I, I don't know how long she's been a secretary, but she was our newest secretary. Our old secretary was secretary for 25 years, I think. And finally, she quit because I wasn't going to die or retire. So <laughs> she decided that she wasn't. Gonna, she's going to have a life outside of the office after 25 years. But anyway. Anne, when she was first here, Anne is very um, studious, very 
um, detailed, very on top of things, and and also very feeling. So um, it wasn't too long when she was here, and uh, she made out the checks, but there wasn't enough money to cover them. And um, it really tore her up, you know, that she gave us our checks, but don't cash them. So we put them on the wall. <laughs> but, uh, and because I played this game before, <laughs> I've gone through this before, and it not been in this kind of a situation where you're in a business, quote unquote, a business, the Lord's business, and there's not enough money to pay salaries. And, uh, and so for Anne, it was a real wonderful experience of watching how the Lord's going to do it because we just said, don't worry about it. Okay, now we're not going to starve to death and, and the Lord's going to provide. Um, so being in the Lord's business to me is, is wonderful at a church. I didn't have to deal with that because we could always take another offering or, you know, get the word out in the church that we're, you know, the pastor's starving to death and his kids are out in the street begging or whatever. And then they feel sorry and give more money. But when you, you haven't got the, a crowd to milk and, you know, all that kind of stuff and to do the sad stories and just trusting God. And it's been a blessing because we've been, what, 30 years? We've been 30 years, and um, I haven't starved to death. God has always provided on time, his time, on time, and learning to trust him. Uh, and I'm glad for those times because it's so easy in life to take everything for granted. Everything's going to be wonderful. Everything's going to whatever. And uh, not everything has a happy ending. Not everything, you know, is is good, and we have to learn to trust God in the lean times as well as not in the lean times. Um, the one thing that I'm not is I don't like killing anything, and so in my first church, uh, a lot of people felt the way to help me with our salary is giving me live things, <laughs> even live fish. Well, it's like I decided to take a hammer to them. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> I just, oh, uh, live. I, I, I told some of my deacons, I said, you know, uh, a lot of these things I'm getting that are live are going to die of old age because I can't kill them, you know. I'm, I want to be a pastor that gives life and <laughs> takes life. Uh, and I know other people can do the, the killing, but it's not something that my, we didn't grow up killing anything. So I didn't grow up on a farm. And, um, you know, I got lady paid me with turkeys for burying her husband. And I said, you know, I thank you. She didn't even come to the church, but she lived in the area. And I, said, I thanked her and I said, take the turkeys back, because if I have them, they're going to die of old age. You know, there's no way I could kill these turkeys and pluck them. And But I had some ornery teenagers in my church that were more than glad to kill the turkeys for me. And so 
after that, I didn't have to worry. If it's alive, these guys will kill it. They seem to enjoy it. <clears throat> but, you know, um, I, I just I just want you to, if people ask you, why do you pray? I know a lot of people today don't even understand prayer. I mean, out there, they don't understand why do you pray? And you say, well, God invited me. He asked me to talk to him. And he'll bend down and listen to what I say. What I say is important to him. That's why I pray. Uh, you know, that God listens and God will answer. And I have so many answers to prayer. So if you're new starting out, make a list of those verses to look at that can help you in the beginning. Because it's like the enemy will try to test you. You know, why are you bothering to pray? You know, and... Um, because God invited me. He invited me to talk to him. And um, I know that <clears throat> I can talk to God in my pajamas. But if I was invited to the White House, I'd probably have to put a shirt and tie on, you know. Uh, but I'm talking to someone much more important. And he invites me to just share my heart. And then I like to say, and this is uh, when you pray, duck. The answer's coming, you know, just duck. It's You're going to get answers to prayer, and you go, I can't believe how God answered this prayer. You know, I remember one time we needed a car, and the car was dying, and a guy came to me and said, Logan, my wife's upset with me, but I finally talked her into it. I rented a van, a brand-new van, Ford whatever van, for you and your family to use all the time that I'm leasing it, and you give it back. Well, I thought that's a, that was quite a good prayer, Marguerite. That was a wonderful prayer. We, we didn't just get a you know a car that was pushed pushed into our yard. This was brand new. It was the first brand new car I ever had. And um, what a blessing! Uh, and so God uses wonderful people. Wonderful situations to answer his prayers, and you'll find that. And what we we did as a family, and I'm going to encourage you to do it, is that we prayed as a family on Sunday because when are we all together? Our kids were spread out. You know, we had we had a high schooler, uh, <clears throat> and, and we even had one in college, and we had a kid not in school yet. So that our family was really spread out. So we would pray on Sunday, everybody would try to, to get there, pray through what we prayed about, and then recorded how it was answered and when it was answered. And I don't know whatever happened to all those, but Marguerite, my wife was like the secretary of the family and kept track of how God answered specific prayer and how he did it. And that was so encouraging to the kids that we're not just talking, you know, we're talking to a God that can so uh, I, I pray that you'll go back over these verses because these are God's verses to you, to pray to him, that he wants to answer you. And the special things he will do. And so to me, when I read that verse of God bending down, I never thought of that. But it meant so much more when I began to pray that God is bending down to listen to what I'm going to say. 
So, Father, right now, I know you'll bend down. And I ask, Father, that you would speak to those that we're speaking to, that maybe they've questioned, why do I pray? Um, and, Lord, that these verses that you gave me as I read through the Psalms after reading that book, um, that just spoke out and jumped out at me. And I thank you for them. I thank you for your promises because your promises are true. People's promises sometimes don't happen, but your promises always happen. And so I thank you for the invitation. And I thank you, Lord, to me, the thought of when I pray, you bend over to listen to every word. Thank you, Lord, for that interest in my life and the things that are going on in my life and also the lives of those that are listening. Because there's not a person that's listening to this podcast, what do they call it, uh, that when you pray that God is not bending over and listening to your prayer. And God doesn't always answer the prayer the way I would like it answered. As much as I know that he'll answer it, his answer will be right. Mine can be from a different perspective than his. So, Lord, I guess I should say I thank you for not answering some of my prayers. They were probably selfish or whatever. And you knew that it would be detrimental. So trusting you with our requests, trusting you as we lay out things before you, and then we can look back and be so grateful that you didn't answer exactly as I was wanting you to, but you answered it exactly what was right. And so, Lord, help me to be in tune with you and to accept the, your answers to my prayers because I know that you know what's best. So thank you, Father. Thank you for those that are listening, and I pray that they'll be encouraged uh, to pray. And if someone comes and says, why do you pray? You know, you're going to a prayer meeting. Why are you going to a prayer meeting? Well, you get some biblical reasons why you're going. So thank you, Father, for your word and for those wonderful verses that we looked at in the Psalms. Amen.